What's up, y'all? It's Jay and it's your boy Lamar. And we are back with another episode, episode two. Number two. Number two, man. You know, it's been a while since our last episode, our first episode, the pilot. And I feel like we both made some some changes since then. You know, the first episode was a lot about who we were and the goals we were trying to reach, you know, long-term goals, but also um, short-term goals. So Lamar, what kind of transitions have you made since our last episode? So a month passed. And for me, it's a lot, not a lot new happened, but I would say I got my Aggie ring coming soon. Yes, sir. Um, I got this internship opportunity I'm about to try to secure next week. Yeah. And finally, I applied for graduation this morning, so. Hey, that's big time, man. That's yeah, big, big change coming. But yeah. what about you, bro? What's new with you? Man, like I said, it's been a month since our last episode, but I feel like so much has happened. And within that month, I have actually did graduate. Um, I moved out of my parents' house. <laughs> Moved to a whole different city. Yes, and got a, I know, right? And got a quote unquote big boy job. So um, big transitions, man. I feel like everything just happened so quick, but yeah, I'm, I'm ready for the journey. So before we dive into this content, I feel like we, we need to, like we have to shout out Daniel, my boy. My boy, my boy, Dan man. This dope uh, podcast cover for us, fire. Fire. When y'all see it, it's literally going to be fire. <laughs> literally. Then I got to shout out my boy Kendall for dropping, making this dope beat for us. So. Yeah, man. So today, you know, we're going to be talking about relationships. Um, really just a broad topic about relationships, but different types of relationships, things you want to see in relationships, and uh, just relationships as a whole. So that being said, without further ado, Let's get active. Let's get active, man. So, we talked about this before, but for this, I'm going to ask you again. What would you say your top three love languages? Man, top three? Top three. Top three love languages. So, <clears throat> yeah, we've talked about this plenty of times. I feel like this is a topic that guys don't really, either don't really know about or just don't really talk about, but it's important to know, um, to know yours and how to reciprocate other people's um, uh, love languages. So for me, mm-hmm. I think my top love language is physical touch. Um, mainly because Great. I feel like that's how I can, I like to express myself when I'm with that person by showing them, you know, I care about them physically, not sexually, but physically. That's a big thing. You don't have to be sexual with somebody to show them that you care about them. You can be physically intimate with somebody with not, without uh, being sexual with them. That's a big thing for me. So like that's how I re- recuperate um, people being kind and loving towards me. Um, I feel like my second one would be quality time because I feel like quality time and physical touch can go hand in hand. You know, you don't have to have both of them together, but I feel like I do enjoy having those two together. And I feel like that's how 
really, I think that's how love languages really uh, affect me the most. The third one's kind of hard, man. Uh, I got to think about it because I'm going to cancel out too because I don't like words of affirmation that much. And I, but I think I don't like, um, um, I, think, I think I don't like gifts even more. So I'm gonna say my I'm gonna say my third one is the words of affirmation because I'm human and I do like to for people to tell me that they care. I do like for people to tell, I do like reassurance. Um, now can there can be times I've been in relationships where that reassurance is too much. It's like okay, that's cool, I understand, but sometimes that physical touch and stuff is cool, but sometimes it's a little too much. Like it's fine. Yeah. I don't I don't need you to flood me with words of affirmation. Uh, what I've seen with, with women is that they love to be fled with words of affirmation. Yeah. They, they love they to all love, that. Yeah. They so, need it sometimes. Yeah. So to answer your question, my third one, my third one would be words of affirmation. I felt my least favorite is gifts because for reasons that we've talked about before, I hate feeling, and this is something that I've been having to work on myself currently. I hate feeling that I'm indebted to somebody else. Uh, like when somebody gives me something, um, I feel like that immediately I have to go back and give them something right back. And I had to realize that maybe people just want to do stuff for me because they care. They're not necessarily doing things because they want me to be nice back to them. And that's something <clears throat> I have to understand and accept that people can just do things for me without doing things for them, but be aware that don't take advantage of somebody just doing things for you. Yeah, that's big. Take advantage of somebody. Yeah, that there's there's a fine line, especially with women that love to do things for you. It, it's hard to be like, okay, well, they're doing things for me. I appreciate that. I'm going to appreciate that. But then, after so much time, they're they're wanting you to reciprocate that energy, which is fine. It's just that that's why they're they're just a fine line. And that's why I feel like that's my least my least favorite. So uh, that's what All I'm. Right. What about you? What are, what are your top three? My top three. My number one is communication, like off the rip, because I feel mm -hmm. like that's the foundation for anything. You like without communication, you can't go nowhere. Like even good terms or bad terms, you can't talk to a person. You shouldn't be with that person. Yeah. And number two is quality time, because like I'm a chill person. Like I some I want you in my space. But I want you up under me, like I can, yeah. I can enjoy you just in my area, my. Yeah. And then my number three, I would say, um, also physical touch, but, cause like yeah, I like to cuddle, like I like to do the cute romantic stuff, stuff like that. Yes, Big spoon, little spoon. Yeah. <laughs> it depends. It depends, like, it depends on my mood. Hey, look, that's that's another thing, guys. It's okay to be. The little spoon sometimes. It's not right? wrong being little spoon. Like it's okay sometimes. sometimes. Yeah, it won't be hell. Yeah, it won't be hell. <laughs> but yeah, like so I just want like I like the touch. Like it's like like a fire type emotion inside of you. Like where you can like energy with somebody. But it say words of affirmation. I would say that it's kind of neck and neck for my number three. But that can be a good and bad thing. Like just how you look at it. You can be the one wanting. The words affirmation or be the one seeing that the other person wants that because sometimes like for yeah. me i feel like from like the women i talk to if that's all you like if you really believe in words affirmation 
like like constantly if that's like your number one thing that can actually mess up things too if you need to you oh i want you this and that you got special stuff to them where they don't believe by your actions that can actually hold back a relationship too mm-hmm. but i would say that's like a good thing and a bad thing when it comes to words of affirmation for me personally i don't know yeah. your personal experience with that but me like i like it but at the same time i go off of actions yeah the words yeah so i guess going off that i kind of have a question for you since you just brought that up have you ever been with and if so have you ever had to deal with uh how had how did you deal with a female that you were talking to or whatever you want to call it and you felt that they were needing Where's the where's the affirmation too much? Uh, now I'm not saying that you weren't giving it to them. I'm saying you were giving them words affirmation, but they wanted more. Do you yeah, think that sometimes? Do you think that sometimes that that's when women have uh, like insecurity problems, or is it that they just you just you just gotta do more because that that's what they need? Uh, so. For- that's a hard one too, cause like, okay, so personally for me, I know there's times in my past where I was over clingy with the words of affirmation where I needed that reassurance. But I'm from like a woman's standpoint too that I dealt with them needing it too much. I will I can like deal with it and like transfer myself like to help with them. But after when it gets too much, it's like I did all I can. I it's now it's your turn to like be able to read me and my actions. Yeah. yeah, because we said we're going to go deep and personal on, on these podcasts. So why not? I'm gonna talk, the truth. Yeah, I'm just going to talk about a personal experience, experience with me. Um, you know, I was talking to this girl a while back and we were cool, but we, we weren't, we were never dating, right? Okay, and yeah. It, it, it was mutual. Like we, were, we weren't even like being intimate. We were attracted to each other but we were in diff- two different points, right? And we were just coexisting and being friends and doing stuff, right? Hanging out. But it was to a point to where, you know, there's a little tension building up, uh, good tension. Uh, <laughs> and it was like, to a point like, we had to go out and stuff, and she would always ask me, oh, do I look good? Or like, oh, like she walk into walking somewhere and like, oh, these guys keep looking at me. To reassure, because she wanted me to reassure her that she's a certain person. Yeah, and yeah, do you think that's too much, or is was it my position to reassure her in that moment? Even though it's very annoying that she just, it wasn't that she wanted reassurance for me. She wanted reassurance for herself to know that she looked good, right? She didn't care if it came from me. She just wanted to know that she was center of attention. Do you think that that's too much, or that's some more thing that I should work on myself? See, giving her that. It's a fine line with that, cause like yeah, you should be able to, like here and there give your girl or your spouse, whatever you want to call you with that, in, like in whatever situation you are dealing with a female, you should be able to give her compliments here and there, cause they like that. Like it's not yeah. don't give compliments, but at the same time, from the woman's standpoint, they have to have that self esteem and confidence that they know they're pretty, like on their own. They don't need to be told constantly or have that attention given to them. Yeah. So it's like give and take from that. Like you gotta be 
as from a man's standpoint, you give your girl compliments here and there just because it's gonna make them feel good. But then as a woman too, you gotta be confident in yourself, but not overly confident where you just give off bad vibes. Yeah, that that, that is true. That's that's a good point. There, there, there look, I got, I got, talk, I got a question. I got a question for you. Yeah. Let me, let me start it off. So, it's a movie. I think it's why did I get married <clears throat> too? And since we oh, talked, we talked, we didn't take. It was yeah. a scene in the movie where one of the um actors brought up eighty twenty. You heard that rule before? The eighty twenty rule. Yeah, but for the people on the podcast, explain that rule. So basically, what he was saying, the man. 80, 20, you're, you're, you're with your girl. Mm-hmm. She's she's 80% of what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, you, 80%, that's very like. Yeah, yeah. You get, but you get comfortable with that 80%. Yeah. And then you want that 20%. You want the whole 100. So this woman comes by with that 20% that you're really eager and like tempted to try. So you're like, okay, I got my 80 but that 20 is over there looking perfect. That 20 is, hey, that 20, that devil, it's going to get you. So with that 20, you're like, mm, I want that 20. But you got your 80. But you're not realizing it because that 20 is shining bright in your face. Mm-hmm. So hypothetically speaking, you go for that 20. You get you get that 20, you have your phone. But once you're done with that 20, you look back and like, dang, I have my whole 80 right there. Yeah. You lost it for the twenty, and now you don't want the twenty either. Yeah, that's so, you know what I never heard it kind of explained that that well. And that that's big, man. That, that's that's really that, that's really big. That happens in uh, I'm not gonna say most, but happens in a lot of relationships. Oh yeah, the, the grass is not always greener. It's not. So, so uh, man, that's so. You said you're gonna ask me a question about that, or you just want to explain it? My question for you, what, so what is like a deal breaker for you? Like, so you're 20, like what's the deal breaker? Like you're 20, if you're 20, like if you're, no, let me say if you're 80% doesn't have this or you're 20% has it, like what it's like for instance, my deal breaker, well, like if my, my 20, well, if my 80% is a liar, I couldn't. Mm. Oh yeah. Or as far as if my twenty percent looked very good, better than my eighty, whatever. But she was a liar. I couldn't yeah. with the twenty. So, what would be a deal breaker for you, like choosing your woman? So, I'm not gonna talk about the big topics, right? So, cheating, lying, being yeah. unfaithful, all that stuff goes without saying. All those things are deal breakers. Um, so, if you're asking me personally. I think my deal breakers, one of the biggest would just be uh, one, man, like, are we able to settle our differences in a very professional, uh, coexisting way? Like, do we, like, we don't have to argue all the time. Like, communication. You know, communication, man, is, that's something that I've been dealing with uh, myself, learning how to communicate the right way when to communicate, nothing, when, when to communicate and when to listen. Um, things that I've already been working on because I'm gonna I'm just give you, that one is probably a big one for me. It's because I've been working on it for a while. Uh, being able to just not um, 
just go off of my opinion and what I think is right or wrong, but hear what she has to say. And then trying to, trying to make neutral grounds. There doesn't always have to be a winner and a loser. They can be, we both can win. We just, we just have to set up <clears throat> to find a way that we can both, we don't even have to be happy in, the, in that moment, but understand that if we can both get past this and work together to find a neutral ground, yeah, we can be happy for the long Some time. better come from that. Yeah, some better. Yeah. So I think mine will be communication. And then another thing that will be like what we talked about earlier, just knowing that she's actively taking time to one, understand my love languages, but also other things that I like. Uh, and not just, she wants to do whatever she wants to do. doesn't care about what I want to do. Uh, so I feel like those two things are important for me, just being able to communicate. Also a woman that's... Un- Cause I feel like I'm very understanding and I play really close, att- close attention to detail about my partner yeah. and what they like and what they don't like. Man, and I feel, like that's, I feel like that's what I want and in my partner. So I feel like if they don't have those two things, those would be deal breakers uh, for me. Okay. So to elaborate what you said, you pay attention to detail. Cause me too. I don't like, so when I meet somebody new, I'm not big on the 21 questions. I'm not big on that. I'd rather us hang out. So just to stop you, that goes back to the quality time. Yeah, quality Love time. language, exactly, yeah. I'd rather me read read you based on your actions and I figure that stuff out. So when I tell you what I found out about you, you're like, oh, you noticed this or you noticed that. Yes. But yeah. us. Girls be- yeah, they that they like that. They're like, oh, you pay attention. Yeah. Versus me asking you asking you a thousand questions to get to know you when we get more bonus points by figuring it out on my own. But it is some stuff you should ask. But I'd rather hang out with you, spend time with you, and figure that out on my own. Like let me learn you, not you teach me you. It, at the end of the day, it's better because it's like a communication thing, like, mm-hmm. but out. Yeah. So um, I kind of want to go back because I have another question I want to ask you about love languages. Mm-hmm. Um, so my question was, how do you deal with a girl that has a different love language than you? So that's a problem that I had uh, when I was first, I guess, getting into rural relationships, I'm gonna say like outside of high school, um, I didn't really know what love languages were. I just knew that I like certain things, and that's how I communicate my, my my feelings for that person. I communicated my love languages with that other person, but I wasn't noticing that. Yeah, they might like that, but that's not what lets them know that I care about them, right? Yeah. So. What are some, what would you say are some important steps to to take when you start to like this girl, right? But your love languages are different. Like how important is it to understand that? And um, I guess reciprocate those feelings towards her with her love language rather than just being like, you know, oh, I like this, so I'm just do this to her and hopefully she likes that back, right? So like say, if she doesn't like words of affirmation, but I like words of affirmation. I'm giving her words of affirmation. It's not gonna work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, what do what do you say? Some steps or some some keys to 
to seeing that and taking the next step to do it. Yeah, when you say keys, uh, the biggest I, the biggest key for that would be is like putting yourself in the other person's shoes. Like if they tell you they like this, as far as love languages, be able to like cope with that. Yeah. But don't overdo it too much where you lose yourself in your love languages. Overdoing it, trying to make them happy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that constant, like that that balance between oh, understanding what they want, but also understanding yourself and then love languages you seek out to from your spouse yeah so just that understanding and putting yourself in there seeing it from their perspective it will make things go smoothly yeah yeah i feel like relationship awareness is very important to know like we we're saying i feel like we both are very detail-oriented people and it's very important to notice all the little things about your wife what makes her tick what button is too pressed? What button is not too pressed? Yeah, yes. <laughs> um, you know, you know, I'm I'm a very playful, outgoing. Um, I, I, like mess, I like to mess around sometimes. Yeah, so you know, sometimes I, I poke those buttons on purpose. You know, just just to make her laugh sometimes. But you gotta know when it's too much. Um, you got you gotta know what what makes your your partner. Um, mad you know what makes her happy and everything and I feel like that's very important and uh yeah I feel like that's something that you know when I get my my next relationship something I'm very I'm going to really pay attention to okay it's, you like you said you so you said next relationship oh man well, you had to go there let's, man let's look, 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 look. come on we got like a little bit personal we can't we can't um, we can't try to better people and grow if we don't grow for something. So I understand. Let's get to it. Let's get into it, man. Hey, man, let's get active. So what let's you're saying, active. next relationship. Yeah. Let's talk about, so prior, in your past relationships or dealings with women, what would you say yeah. your flaws were in those relationships that you want to build off of and change? Yeah. So you know what? Um, I think one of my biggest flaws was that I was never in a real relationship until I got to college. And I didn't feel like I really knew how to be in a relationship. So going off of that, I feel like my biggest flaw was that I thought relationships were gonna be perfect. You know what I mean? So I thought I thought that once, once I find my person, no, go back. I thought that when I found my person, we, we were gonna be no, no problems. Uh, like if I was with somebody and we weren't arguing, we loved each other, we loved to do the same things. There were no, you know, no problems or anything. That's when I was going to know that that was my person. That's not how it works. Yeah, I, I didn't understand perfect. that. I feel like I feel like I was starting to self-sabotage myself because I was dating people and I was like, well, this is a great person. But they got that 80, but then we got that 20. Okay. And I was like, man. You want that? that, No, I was like, there has to be a hundred out there somewhere. Okay, yeah, okay. That's that no that's and I'm not even like trying to be funny or anything. That's really how it's kind of sad now that I'm talking about it. That's really how I thought about it. I thought that there was a, a girl out there that was there might be, but I thought that I wasn't gonna be in a relationship or want to get married to somebody until they were a full hundred. 
Okay. And so I feel like I'll, I'll be in relationships that were like they were decent, like they were they were the eighty, right? Yeah. But then I would see something that I didn't <clears> like, and instead of communicating and talking about it, I would just say, eh, "She don't got that 20. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I want I want that hundred. Like, yeah, this this little thing that she's doing over here, nah, I don't not like for, that. It's not enough for you. I, yeah, I, I don't like that, and I, and I I don't think I could be with that. I could be with that person for the rest of my life because of that. And so tell that person, instead of communicate, yeah, instead of communicating with that person, tell them what I didn't like, uh, and trying to work past that to maybe either, yeah, to maybe either they get they understand <laughs> where I'm where I'm coming from, or I understand where they're coming from, and we fix it. I yeah. was just like, they don't got that twenty, boom, I'm out. So <clears throat> I thought that was my biggest flaw. What do you, what do you think your biggest flaw was? Uh, why you got so, a girl, man? You got a girl, what? Man, it's, just, it's rough out here. It's rough. It's rough out it's here. Rough. Yeah, it's rough. Nah. It's, rough. it's rough out here, man. <laughs> but now, nah, what, what do you think your biggest flaw was? And so, your relationship is something that you want to uh, do better with in, in, in the next one. I already had an idea of it, but it's like with people, with different girls I deal with, it, it's like the same tune keeps playing. I'm too nonchalant, not in touch with my emotions. Mm-hmm. So, and when so for me, my past, I'm not caring of how the other person feels as far as like if they want me to express myself, like dive deeper into stuff with them. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But there's but with different different relationships I had, when I did kind of like dive into my emotions. Mm-hmm. It, they were toyed with in a sense. Looked mm-hmm. like were so. You looked like you weren't. You felt like you weren't being taken seriously. Yeah, I wasn't taken serious. So I decided, and and me just let me mask my emotions and not care in the long run would help me, but which that's wrong. Yeah, shouldn't hold your emotions in because that's not fair to the other person. Like I said, seeing it from their perspective, women. Want you to show them that emotion here and there. They want to know how you feel about them. Yeah. But me, I couldn't. I'm still working on that. I'm not gonna say I, I can't do it. I'm still working on it. Should be able to show that I care or show I like you. Show that I want you. Yeah. But comes to like putting yourself in different like the other person's shoe. Like they they have to understand that I've been through some things where I'm I'm the way I am. Mm-hmm. they're not the ones that caught push me down this road or caused this pain to me wherever you come not the ones that created this issue for me so to be able to create a clean slate within myself but also starting with somebody else and being able to work with those emotions and feelings and open up to them show them that I am this caring, loving person that mm-hmm. cares about you. You know, what I mean? yeah. So for me, I say my biggest flaw would be is like being too nonchalant and like finding that balance between showing too much emotion and then like not showing too much. Like finding that perfect, mm-hmm. with like showing emotion and not being too nonchalant. So yeah. Um, to kind of go off of that. 
I have an in- interesting like kind of take on that because so let's go back to understanding your partner, right? And understanding yeah. their love languages and understanding what they like, what they don't like. So coming from your say your relationship, right? And I'm going off the scenario you just you just uh, you just mentioned, okay? Yeah. So they're the your woman is going to come to you asking you to open up, right? Uh-huh. And I have that same problem with, you know, girls will come to me and say, you're so nonchalant, uh, you know, I, I really want to know what you're thinking and what's bothering you. Okay, so from her, from her, for me, I have to look at her perspective and be like, okay, she feels that I care about her when I release my thoughts and my pains and my feelings toward, to her. Right? Yeah, when you share that to her, she feels that you feel comfortable with her. Okay, but on top of that, I always call myself an internal processor. I don't really like talking about stuff to other people. It does nothing for me, personally. Yeah. I'm better off by sitting down, thinking stuff out, analyzing stuff. Boom, after that, after I get my thoughts together, I'm good, right? Yeah. So I understand that that's how she feels, that she wants me to release those feelings to her so she can be caring and loving towards me, right? And that's how she's going to show her affection for me, to me. Well, I feel like it has to go the other way, too. She has to understand that I like to handle my things the way I like to handle things. Yeah. Even though I might not want to, you know, express those feelings to her at the moment, she has to understand. She's come around, yeah. Yeah, she has to understand that, she has to understand my, my languages and, and know that she has to be able to catch, to, um, see the small details and how I'll handle myself and see that, okay, Jay's angry. He likes to be, he likes to think about things on his own and talk about things before he expresses his feelings. So I'm gonna give him his space, okay? I'm gonna give him his space to do that. And then when he's ready to talk to me, he can talk to me. Instead of hammering him and hammering him and hammering him to release those feelings, now he's annoyed with me, now we're arguing. Instead of, all right, let me give him a couple minutes Think about this a day or two. Think about this not a day or two. That's a long time for relationship to not talk. But what I'm saying is, give him, give me some space to understand those things, and maybe a couple times, a couple of days down the line, maybe ask me again then. But it has, it has to go both ways, and it's it's, it's important for, in a relationship to understand that and come to a neutral understanding to how to handle those type of situations. Okay, so. You hit on a little key thing you that triggered me, that caught my attention. You said internal uh, processor. Yeah. So, so for the record, for the record, I don't know that I don't know if that's a real thing, but that's the word that I made up because hey, look, look, look. we both understood it though. We, yeah, exactly. Okay, so hopefully our listeners it will click with them too because context clues. So like I'm, what you saying that it hit me because um, I'm a big overthinker. Yeah. That kind of ties back to my love languages. When I said words of affirmation is like almost tied for my third, because I overthink every everything, even if it's little, I overthink. No thanks. So like all this stuff ties together. Like you can see it. Like I'm saying, it ties together. Like, that words of affirmation, but also communication to like help me not overthink and give me clarity in these situations. So. Being like that's big, like if processing things on my own first, but also having 
you there, my my spouse, to give me little like keys here and there, to, like to help me understand like the situation at hand. Yeah, so, that, that triggered that triggered something. Yeah, because like I said, I don't know where I came up. That worry might be a real a real term that's used. I don't know. I just actually came up with it or started. I'm not, I'm not gonna say came up with it because people are gonna be like, that's a real word, you're stupid. No, okay. I'm gonna say I started saying it because women would always say that, like, why don't you like express these feelings? Why don't you like saying these things to me? And I always, I never had an answer. And I was like, I like to internally process things and understand things so I can better understand myself rather than, because like I so said, we talked about this before. If I'm having a problem and I don't want to talk about it, me talking about it to other people is not going to help me in any way. I'm going to feel like I'm going to waste that person's time. I'm going to feel like I'm not, it's not helping me. So it's, it's a waste of time. But like, I always tell people, if I want to talk about something, I'm going to talk about it and you will know. Yeah. But like I said, I like to internally process things. So give me some time to understand myself, get my thoughts together. I, I, overthink, I overthink things as well. So let me do that and I'll come back to you and we can have that conversation and find out some mutual ground. But like like we said before, um, when we like reach out to people, when we do need to talk, most of the time it's not for us to hear tips and advice from them. So like most times it's really just us trying to get things off our chest. And our mind. Hear it. Sometimes yeah. it's better to hear it out loud. Yeah. It's not us seeking help. It's more of us letting it out. That's the part. That's why we started this podcast. We didn't start this podcast to for clout, views, followers, anything like people. We did it more for ourselves to be able to advance stuff. Yeah, having our mind that's going on in our time, just everything in general. Just to, if yeah. we sharing it to the public, just for people to listen, but. It's really more for us. If you gain something from what we say, it's a bonus. But at the end of the day, exactly. we're doing it for us. Exactly. We're not doing it for nobody else. We're doing it today like, to get this up our chest. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I feel like, you know, if I was an outside listener and I was listening to the podcast uh, and say I was listening, we were listening together, it would really bring up some some good conversations that a lot of guys don't know how to talk about or don't have friends to, to talk about it with. Um, and it's, yeah. it's some things that I think that if you don't understand these things about yourself and you don't talk about it either with another person and seeing their thoughts about it or more importantly with yourself, how are you gonna transition those thoughts and those feelings and those attitudes, those, those actions towards your, your spouse um, and, and know what to do in certain situations if you don't, you know, do all the backward. It's like it's like going to start a job and you, and you don't have any training. Yeah. How, how, how are you gonna know what to do? You have to learn on your own from trial and error. But why not why not start and be professional, not professional, but why not start and have you know a step ahead already? That's nice to put it using the job, especially for us. Yeah. With, with us like seeking our careers and also in a career already. That's big. Yeah. Let's see. So let, let me wrap this up with a big question. Uh, so, let's let me wrap it up. Let me go ahead and dollars down. Since we talk about 
relationships, 80-20, love languages. So a little, not too serious, because it's not true. But yeah. I know this is this is not out there in the world. It's not, you're not going to find this. It's not out there. It's not a real, but if you, who, what is your dream woman? Like all, Ooh. not physical, because I want, I'm, I want deeper than physical, like mm-hmm. aspects um, of your dream woman have. Curious. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna start by saying I don't think I don't believe I don't necessarily believe in horoscopes or zodiac okay. signs and stuff. Not saying I don't. I'm just saying that you know, say my I'm a Sagittarius, and I'm not I'm not saying I'm saying that if I see on the internet and it says that I'm not supposed to be with a different a different sign, but I, I love them. I don't care what that says. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. It is what it is, but they, they are interesting to read them. I will read them because they are yes. interesting. Um, I do think that that's something. But anyways, uh, so I've always been told that I act like a textbook Sagittarius. I don't know what that means. That's good or bad. Apparently it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I feel like the first thing would be not really going off of Zodiac, but just going off of how I, how I act. Somebody that meshes and can compliment me as a person. Um, you know, I, I see my flaws and things that I need to work on. Um, what's really attractive to me are women that push me, uh, women that push me to do better, women that push me to want to better myself. Like, if I have a woman that's telling me, man, like, babe, we got to go get this money. Like, we got to go to work the next day. You know, like, we need, we need, we need, we need extra streams of income. Like we gotta go to, go to these seminars, start buying some real estate. Uh, I, I like women that put me on stuff, uh, music, food, take me you know, to uh, places I've never been before. That stuff is what excites me. I thought those are, those are the most important things for me, man. Just somebody that, that kind of like a puzzle. The, the things, the parts that I'm missing, she fits into those pieces perfectly. When I'm when I'm lacking in area, she can pick me up and take me to the next level. Or when I'm strong in the area, I can be like baby, like look, this is how we can get through this. We gotta okay, do this so first. Enough. We gotta do that first. So I would say a person that 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 will complete me. I mean, it's cliche, but yeah, a person that will make me a more complete person and allow me to also make her a more complete person. So your dream woman would be your yin to your yang. Yes. Okay. I I I think so. Um, I think so. Not necessarily opposites, but more so. We have a we have a neutral understanding. Uh, we, we not might like the same things, but we, if we can both agree to uh, find a neutral ground, like I keep saying, and understand each other's flaws and understand each other. And recognize stuff like that and be happy i feel like that would be my perfect woman okay 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 we we dive we dive deep into diving deep man so let, me ask you the, let me ask you the same question then what's up with you so okay my my dream woman quote unquote i'm i'm real well let me start this over because you brought up zodiac signs i know that yeah. and really or not in touch with that because i know i'm not but the different like Female friends I have and like 
women I ran into, yeah. they were big on it. Like, they talked a lot of stuff about zodiac signs. Because I get to saying, oh, you're a cancer? Really? You're emotional? Um, I get all of this stuff. And mm-hmm. me, I feel like I don't really base people off their zodiac sign because I feel like you could, because you create your own, like, personality in a sense. But mm-hmm. stuff that comes on the horoscope, horoscopes, excuse me, they're, they do be spot on. Mm-hmm. But, so my perfect woman, though, I'm real big on growth. It has to be someone looking to move forward. Like that, that doesn't get like stuck in one spot. They always want to better themselves. Yeah. You aspect, way, shape, or form, we're bettering each other. We're coming together, yeah. better our life together individually. But at the end of the day, we're growing. We're mm-hmm. not complacent with ourselves. We're doing better and better. Like you said, we look for different ways to um, bring income in. Um, you compliment me, I compliment you. Where I laugh, you make up for it. And where you lack, I make up for it. We teach yeah. things. But my overall big thing would be a woman that's looking to grow. I feel like that's my perfect woman. Like, can grow. Can, can, can I comment on that real quick? Go ahead, go ahead. I feel like, since you're talking about growing, I feel like something that's very unattractive to me are women that fall into complacency. Yes. That are okay. And it's, it's okay to be comfortable. It's okay. But what's more, I guess I want to say unattractive, but what's attractive to me is girls that want to exceed complacency. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't want to, they want to wake up better than they did yesterday. Yeah. Like, okay, I did this yesterday. Let's improve on yesterday and make yesterday. Exactly. Like, that's, that's a that's a power yesterday. relationship. That's a power yeah. relationship right there. Make today better than yesterday. Yeah. So look, now it's episode two, man. Um, I hope that you know you you, you like the pilot, and I hope that this second episode brought a, another view of you know where we want to go with the podcast. Some different different feelings, different views, things that we've been talking about. Um, I, I just hope that, you know, that you kind of understood, but, but you heard us and see where we're coming from. And hopefully that will help, you know, whoever's listening to this. Yeah, find, find these, these ask, ask themselves these questions and then, you know, maybe internally process or outwardly process those things and help yourself, man. And then we're always looking for feedback. Like any feedback with a positive, negative, it's not going to hurt our feelings if you got something negative to say. It's, we're going to build, I said, we're going to grow off of it. Yeah. So just reach out to us, give us topics, questions, concerns, anything. Just like help us, help us grow. Help that might even help you grow or help the next person that's listening. Yeah. Just yeah, because yeah. you know, one day we might do a, if you get enough feedback, we might do an episode just on answering questions from, from people that are listening. Q's and A's. Yeah. Yes. But like we said, at the end of the day, we're doing this to help ourselves yeah. get off our chest then. Yeah. Just ourselves overall. Yeah. So, so y'all tuned in. More content coming in. Hey, be prepared. Yeah. What are we about to do? We're gonna get active. Let's get active, man. See y'all episode three. All right. See y'all next time.